Good morning, Valley Church. What a beautiful morning it has already been. Um, just such a fun, special time to be alive. Yeah. Such a fun, fun, special time for our church. Yes. Week two of church at home in your living room. Um, this is just a wild adventure for all of us, and we're excited about it. It is a learning process each step of the way, just different levels of trusting the Lord, and it's exciting. We are alive at one of the most interesting, amazing times in all of history. And so something we're going to be doing again this morning is hearing from some of our staff here at the church, just people sharing what the Lord's doing in this season, because like we said, it is, it's new. It's just new to everybody. So first of all, you get to hear from the amazing, wonderful Pastor Renee yes. that I get to call Mama. She has got a word of encouragement for us. So Mom, we want to go ahead? Well, I just want to bring um, some encouragement of getting your expectation up. I think that in this season, to me, there's so many wonderful things happening, and I was watching all the amazing videos everybody's putting out at their homes and worship sets and that scripture it says go into all the world and preach the gospel and that used to kind of I was thinking oh I have to be a missionary or, or go a long ways but right now some of you are on the internet and you your voices are being heard in other countries and nations yeah, yeah. the whole world is getting to hear the gospel right now yeah. <laughs> and out of your own living room and some of you uh, I just start expecting miracles to happen yes. I really I was praying for a friend this morning and I saw uh, trauma lifting off of her and she doesn't even live here and I haven't had time to call her, but I saw trauma leave her body. Mm, and wow. I just think, oh, I hope she's expecting a miracle because yeah. she got one this morning. The trauma is off of her life. And I, think, I love that scripture which says that God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. Yes. That Amen. includes you. Yeah. That is all flesh. Everybody is going to have yeah. an encounter with the Lord. Amen. Jesus is going to come and invade this earth, and you're going to feel his presence. And it's such a great time to get your expectation. Wake up. I mean, just get up in your mind. Wake up and say, wow. I mean, don't just be uh, sitting around sleeping all the time. No. <laughs> This is the greatest time to be alive. Yeah. We have lungs. We have uh, our brains are working. Uh, we're breath in our lungs. I mean, <laughs> not just lungs. Uh, but I just think and I encourage you, say, Lord, I receive the miracles that you're doing in my life. Yes. And some things that are happening in the homes, we're hearing testimonies of different things that kids are having encounters yeah. when they're praying, when they're memorizing scripture, uh, the Lord's speaking to people through dreams. And I, I think it could happen at your house. It could happen yes. to you. And so I would just encourage you to get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready. It's happening. It's coming to your house. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. That's right. Amen. Uh, 
dad, Pastor Lynn, do you want to go ahead and share what the Lord's been showing to you, putting on your heart at this time in this season? Absolutely. I am ready. <laughs> I, it's been several years ago that when I started realizing, started understanding, started hearing the Lord actually speaking to me, and I remember probably 10, 15 years ago, he woke me up and gave me three words, and I felt like I heard very clearly, write these down in this order. And those just came back to me again as I was, I was preparing and as I was thinking for, you know, for this weekend. I was thinking those words again, trust, believe, and receive. So I got a, we had an amazing here just very recently, an amazing example of these words, even in that order, seeing somebody absolutely get blessed. We had uh, some visitors here, and, and we ended up going back into my office for a time of, of prayer back there for us to be able to minister to those visitors. You guys remember this. And, and in that, there was all oh, the presence of God and the power of God just came in so strong. And the people that we were praying for and that we were ministering to in there were so blessed that one of them said, ooh, somebody else needs, to, needs this, and, and sent one of the people, an assistant from the room, said, man, go grab, we'll just use the name uh, Ruth. We'll just use the name Ruth. I can't remember what, what her name was, but said, you know, run and get Ruth because she needs to experience this. She needs this. She needs this. So somebody ran, brought Ruth back in there, and as she stepped in the door, our friend stood there and looked at her and says, I'm going to have to go, Ruth, but these people need to pray for you because God has something special for you. He's going to bless you. This is going to help you. And she looked at her like, I don't know these people. Why, why, why do you have me here? Why am I here? And she looked her right in the eye. I'll never forget this. She looked her right in the eye and said, do you trust me, Ruth? And she said, yes, I trust you. She asked her again, do you trust me, Ruth? She said, yes, I trust you then believe me, this is going to be something that, that you need to do. This is going to be helpful to you. This is going to bless you. And so in that trust, believe, receive, she said again, yes, I trust you. She said, then come in. Trust, believe, receive. In, in, in those words, when we trust in our maker, in our creator, in the God that cares about every aspect of our lives, when we trust in him, then we begin to believe in him then our beliefs drive our actions and through those actions we're able to receive the promises that he has for us as we trust believe and receive and we got to see in that room when she did take that step do you trust me do you believe what i'm telling you then step in here let these people pray for you and minister to you and through these people god is going to bless you so I was like, we, we got to see some amazing, this young lady walk out of there in complete freedom. God blessed her. She came, she trusted, she believed, and she received the blessing that God had for her. And in these days, I feel believe that that's something that we need to hold on to, that we need to believe. It's trust, believe, and receive what he has for us. If we'll uh, turn with me to Psalms 37, I'm going to... I want to read a little bit of uh, in Psalms 37 and, and break down a little bit for you what I feel like the Lord is saying this morning. Um, 
37, we'll start with verses 3, probably through 7. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. It's like, if that's where we have and that's where we find our delight is in the Lord, it says, he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Bring what to pass? The desires of your heart. He shall light forth your righteousness. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Then what's the next instruction? We trust, we believe, we have to act on that belief, and it's rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Last week, I, I was, was talking about how we need so much to rise above our soulish realm, what we think, what we feel, above the fear, above the anxiety, above what we're hearing when we listen to the news, right up, rise above our thoughts, feelings and the emotions that we have to be led by the spirit to hear his voice to totally lean on him to trust in him lean not on our understanding and what we think but on him and, and acknowledge him in all our ways and he then will clearly direct our paths yes. Yes. I want to turn to uh, move on down to verses 18 and 19 in the same in 37 because the Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. In the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. And then slide on down to 23 and 24. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Other translations say the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord or directed by the Lord, by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Like the Lord delights when you are taking steps towards him in the direction that you're going. Though he, though the man who is following the Lord, who's having his steps directed by the Lord, guided by the Lord, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord holds him up with his hand. He's got his hand on us. He's holding us, lifting us. I want also to go to Matthew 6.33, says, who says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then everything we need will be given to us. Yeah. Now I want to move to, back to Genesis. Genesis 26, verses 1 through 3, to start with. I like the sound of pages turning. <laughs> Real Bibles. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to remember where Genesis is at. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry about that. This is a little, little more difficult than uh, having it up there on the pulpit. We are in the sanctuary here. Yeah. 
But, okay, chapter 27. Early on in, in 27, now it came to pass when Isaac, Isaac the son of Abraham, Okay, Genesis 26, verses 1 through 3. Now there was famine in the land. We were just talking about famine before. There was famine in the land, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Don't go down to Egypt, dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. So he had to hear clearly from the Lord, Isaac having to hear clearly from God, and lean into what God was telling him. He says, sojourn, like hang out in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For you and your descendants, I will give these lands. Sojourn in this land, I will be with you and bless you. Now I want to slide down to verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Think, okay, this is what I want to talk about here just a little bit. In a land in a time of famine, what normally happens with famine? When we think of famine... It's like, oh, there's a shortage of food. The crops aren't growing because we're in a time and a land of famine. But God said to him, sow in this time. Hang out in this land and sow in this time. I believe that we're in one of the most amazing times. And what we're facing right now, this, this crisis, is giving us an incredible and amazing opportunity to sow. Yeah, to yeah. sow into yeah into this and it's like okay and how do we do that how do we well what normally happens is in, in a time of famine is people begin to hoard they begin to grab onto they begin to store up they begin to hang on to rather than generously sowing it's grab it's hang on to or even sometimes gluttonously eat the seed that we would have to be able to sow it's like, okay, all right, Lord, what, what, what are we saying here? We're saying this is a time and an opportunity, as, as back in Isaiah, verse 60 through, when arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It's like, this is our time. Yeah. This is when we can sow into situations where we can generously be able to bless people. Yeah. I think um, of just... <laughs> just kind of a funny situation. We were going through some storage. At, some of the guys were going through some storage at, around our house because we're finally getting moved and settled into our, into our new house. And, and one of the guys that works for me, Tim, he says, uh, did you realize that you have some gold in one of the storage sheds? And I said, gold in the storage sheds? And he, yeah, let me show you. I was like, what in the world is he talking about? gold in the storage shed he said yeah it's it's rolled up it's like rolled up and he opened the door and we had a <laughs> we had a a big one of those plastic totes clear full of toilet paper <laughs> like, oh he said yeah one of the guys that was helping asked if he could buy some of that <laughs> it's like 
gold stored up. It's like, yes, yes, he can he can have some of that. We're gonna we're gonna give some of that away. But you know, it's funny in this crisis that toilet paper is one of the issues that people can't get. You got gold rolled up in there. No, but this is our opportunity. This is our hour where we can plant the seeds of the gospel, where people are reaching out, where people are hungry, where people are looking to yeah. us yes. because we have the hope. We carry the hope. We're the glory carriers, and we can generously plant seeds, and we can see a harvest of a hundredfold in this season. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for surprises of toilet paper that were sowed in other seasons. <laughs> Hallelujah. A whole tote full. A whole, to a whole tote full. That's awesome. Um, we're going to hear from Pastor Ezzy now. If you just want to share what the Lord's been talking to you about, what he's really been putting on your heart in this season, too. Well, I have been feeling for all the parents. Um, I feel like God's been putting parenthood on my heart. Um, I know it's hard out there right now. You can start to feel alone. And I just want you to know you are not alone. <coughs> the church family's here for you. And you can always reach out. You can reach out to me. I have kids, too, and they drive me crazy a lot. I homeschool, so it's nice to get a break. Um, but I just wanted to read the scripture for you guys. Um, it's very comforting. It's from Matthew eleven twenty nine. It says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So I want to encourage you, parents, um, if you are struggling Get alone with God. Wake up earlier if you have to, to get away from the craziness, get away from the dishes, get away from the laundry. Just shut your door and just focus on God and just, you know, he's our strong tower. He's who our, we run to. I run to him every time and several times I do it a day. It's okay if you have to do it, you know, about yeah. 20 times a day. Um, so I just, I want to go ahead and pray for every parent out there who may be struggling. So if you just close your eyes, put your hands out, put it over your heart, whatever you need to do. Lord, we just break off discouragement, negativity, or loneliness. I pray that God will fill you with his peace and his presence. Thank you for your promise that the joy of the Lord will be our strength. Thank you for peace that passes all understanding. We speak joy into our houses that starting today, the atmosphere in your home will be changed. Yes. Your yes. kids will start Amen. having dreams and visions. They're going to start hearing God speak to them. I pray for you as parents to be full of the joy of the Lord, that he will become your strength, your refuge, and safety. Mm. Miracles are going to start breaking out in your homes, and that as people drive by your house, they are going to feel the presence of God. We just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I felt the glory of God on that. Ooh. Thank you, Powerful. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we're going to hear from Pastor Tim now. Once again, you want to share what the Lord is really putting on your heart and been speaking to you about. Uh, yeah, so 
it's been obviously a different time and season that we're all in. And one of those things this week, we've had to totally change up how we're reaching out to the youth, how we're doing um, our youth hang-in times, which is not hang-out, but hang-in times, because um, we all need to hang in there, um, you know, which is absolutely amazing. But one of those things was this week I was going through um, our lessons, and I had seen where um, me and Pastor Ezzy took over as youth pastors at the beginning of this month, and what a month it's uh, been. <laughs> um, and we had our first youth service, and it was so amazing on that Wednesday night. We had all these kids come in, and it was awesome and beautiful. It was like we had set up for kind of what we were expecting, and then we had to go get more chairs to continue as the kids were coming in, and I was praying God would multiply the pizza and <laughs> just, you know, all this stuff. And it was so cool to be able to do that. And um, with that, I had put together, like, some slides of what we were expecting to do this year or, or even into this next month and the plans we wanted to do, the youth things we wanted to put together. And, and I had all these slides, everything all put, and I was like, this is so amazing, guys. We're going to rock it. And then this month hit. And it was like, God, I had this plan. I had this way we were going to do it. We had talked about it. We had prayed about it. Um, it was the first time me and Ezzy had actually come to an agreement of what needed to be done. And we were just going after it. And then all of a sudden, like, this, this total shift happened where we had to completely change our mindsets. We had to completely go from you're gonna, we're going to meet together person uh, face-to-face to now we're going to meet online. And now we're going to reach yeah. out through text messaging, through video chat, through FaceTime. And um, it just really changed up our mindset. And so with that being said, what we ended up doing this week is we put together a Bible memorization challenge. And every day, me and Ezzy filmed. We even had our daughter in one of the movies. We had our son in one of them. And um, it was absolutely amazing. And we put this challenge out to all of our youth group that you had to memorize one verse or a couple of verses, however it was. And um, one of those people is actually here today. And her name is Taylor. And so, Taylor, why don't you tell us one of the verses that you learned today? And we love her so much. Yeah, she's so amazing. <laughs> and she surely has more to say than just the verse. Yes. Yeah. Well, the first verse that I memorized was 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let others think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Awesome. Good Come job. On. Yeah. Preach it, baby. <laughs> there we go. And something that's just been so amazing in this time of staying home is getting to read my Bible and diving deeper into the Word and asking God to help me understand and apply it to my life. And also being able to just worship in my room, even if it's playing the Upper Room album on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. just been such an amazing time getting to spend time with the Lord more and more. So awesome. Oh, I love it. All right. That's amazing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. yeah. Awesome job, Taylor. And Taylor was like one of the ones that normally we put this challenge out by about 9, 10 in the morning. And Taylor was like one of the first people to send in a video a couple minutes later. So she was kind of being an overachiever. Um, but she is so amazing and she was doing that. And there was a couple of the young people that were sending in. Um, and it was just amazing to see as kids were memorizing the word and, you know, being able to see that. And even some kids that, you know, maybe we're even reading it or had a day I even got word that one of the other kids was working with their parents out in the yard all day and then went in and accepted our challenge, was ready to get going. 
and uh, sent us a video and was so excited to memorize that verse, even after a long day of yard work. So it was really awesome to see that. Um, revival! So revival's Pastor happening. Tim, when we think of the word as seed, we're seeing that return a exactly. hundredfold. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, and we're seeing it, and we're going to see even more of it. Yes. And so even with one of those things that... Um, this past week, we did a challenge as a church as well, and that's to read the book of Acts and read through the chapters. And one of them that really stood out, stood out to me during this time was Acts chapter 9, as it's talking about the conversion of Saul. Um, he's on his way to Damascus. And I thought it was so interesting that in this time that we're in, and just being able to imagine this as you're reading through it, I'd encourage you, go back, reread it, uh, Acts chapter 9. And one of those things, as a quick overview, is that you know, he's getting this letter from the high priest that he's going to go out to Jerusalem and he's ready to take prisoners. He is ready to bring every man, woman, it doesn't matter who you are, how old, he is going to, imp he's going to take you chains and drag you back. I mean, that is what his plan was. That is what he's going to do. And all of a sudden on his way to Damascus, there's this bright light that happens and he has this Jesus encounter. And I thought it was interesting as, as I was looking through my stuff, like, again, we had this plan, we had this stuff put together, and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, and it, we may have took it as evil, but we know that what, what the enemy means for evil, yeah. that God means yes. for good. Yes. Yeah. And in this time, we're going to mean it for good. And again, like, good. Those, like yeah. kids are learning the word and getting together, and we're just doing it, and the creativity that's coming out of yeah. the church body, that we are moving in such a new way, a new fashion, and not only that, but we're seeing God move in even more ways yeah. than we even thought so. We used to think yep. that we had to be in the church four walls for miracles to happen, and we've been seeing it happen at yes. home. Yes. Uh, we used yes. to think we had to come here to be able to feel the presence of God, and this morning we felt it in homes, yep. and we just got the chance to do it. So um, he gets, Saul has this um, Jesus encounter, and he hears the voice, he sees the light, and then um, as you're reading through, it even says that the people around Saul heard the voice as well. And I thought that was cool because the people that we run with, when we have the experience with Jesus, the people around us get to experience that as well. Yeah. And wherever we go, That's whatever good. we're doing, we get to take it with good. us. And, yes. you know, good. if we're, we're going out to get groceries, we get to be the light. We get to be Jesus to the people around us. Um, mm. And normally when I go to the grocery store, I'll put in my headphones and just, because my wife will give me a list or I'll have her text me a list of things I got to get because that way I don't forget. And um, I'll put my headphones on, put some worship music on, and just start walking up and down the aisles as I'm getting our groceries. And you can do that even when we're doing in the middle of this crisis. You know, start singing. Me and, me and our daughter, Emily, will just start singing at the top of our lungs. Um, any song, right now it's Waymaker. So we'll just start singing Waymaker at the top of our lungs as we're going up and down the aisles. Um, and so you get to do that with each other. And then, you know, Saul, he has his experience. The Bible says he picks himself up and then... He realizes that he's blind mm -hmm. and because he had his eyes closed this whole time and um, looking at that is even too in this time it really starts to matter of who we've got around us because then it took his his uh, crowd that he was running with they had to now lead him to the rest of the city mm -hmm. and you know in this time because um, they heard the voice they had their their experience their encounter and you know Jesus tells him that He's still to go to the city. He's still got this plan for him to do. And so they go to the city, and um, then Jesus talks to, talks to someone named Ananias. And I thought it was really cool because 
the Bible says that he says Ananias, he calls him out by name, and Ananias does the good Christian thing to do, and he says, yes, Lord. I mean, right away, he's got a yes. Whatever you need, I'm here. Whatever you want to say, I'm, I'm ready to do it. Let me do it. I'm, I'm, I'm in. And that's the way we should be, and we should answer. And then he tells, Jesus tells Ananias, you're going to go pray for this man named Saul of Tarsus, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to go pray for him. And all of a sudden, Ananias' mind changes, and he's like, wait a minute. You know, I said yes to doing this, not doing this. And um, even this week, I had a, a, a conversation with a, another youth leader, and I said, I thought it was going to be like this when we took over. Like, it's going to be super like this, and it's going to be super easy, powerful, anointed. And then all of a sudden, now we're in this crisis, and I'm trying to, like, figure out what to do. So I said yes to this, but I didn't quite say yes to this. And it really struck me as my own personal walk with God of how many times that I say yes to God, but I put limits on him. Yeah, and well, I, and I totally. limit him to, I'm only going to say yes if. And it's really not about just saying yes if. It's about I'm all in, Jesus. What yeah. you want to say, what you want to oh, do, and how you want to do it, I'm, I'm all in. And so then Jesus turns around and responds back to him, and he tells him about who Saul really is. He gives him his true identity is that I, I, yeah. Saul's going to be my tool that I'm going to use to preach to the Gentiles, that he's going to stand before kings, and he's going to preach to the Jews. And I thought how awesome that was that Jesus said, look, at you got to see the gold in this man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we right now get to be able to see the gold in people all around us. Again, as we've talked about before, just saying thank you to the workers that are, that are out there doing their job, to the um, emergency workers, to our healthcare professionals that are out there every day, just kept doing life, is out there, you know, putting their life on the line, and we're so thankful for them, and they're so amazing and wonderful, but they get, we get the chance now to see the gold inside of them that has been placed there, that maybe circumstances, situations, trials, craziness has started to cover up, but we get to be the light, and we get to show who Jesus really is by seeing that gold yeah. in them. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. you know, and even with that, he turns around, he says, all right, I'm going to go pray for him, goes pray for him, um, and he calls him brother, because it's a, in these times of crisis, it's about us coming together Ooh, in yeah. unity right. with each other. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's no more me versus you, but it's we. How are we, we. going to do this, but only by doing it together? Yeah. And so that's one of the things that's really been hitting me this week. So, so many different oh. things. So if, you can, if you've got your Bible next to you, pull it out, Acts chapter 9. Yes. If not, as soon as we're done with the broadcast, make sure you get your Bible out and read it together. I'm so glad that you shared that because when... When I was reading that, it just stood out to me like crazy too. It's some, you know, you read through, but I was like, yeah. oh my word, can you imagine being Ananias and that yeah. thing of like, <laughs> yeah. this dude's killing people. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want me to go pray you for want him? You to go and pray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just wild. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. And it's really about losing that fear of man too. Yes. Um, you know, that it doesn't matter. I, they may be bigger than me. Uh, scarier than me, whatever it may, they, they may rip my head off. They might just, kill me. They might kill me, but I just know what God has called me to do, and I know that I get to oh, be his hands, his feet, Jesus. and with that being said, again, it's about being yes and having no, yeah. no um, you know, fine, small print underneath it, but just saying, no, Jesus, I'm all in, all in. whatever you need. All in. The reality of, like, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Oh, totally, yeah. And so in that place where it's like, Jesus, I have more fear of the Lord than fear of man. That's for sure. You've got my whole yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's yes. so good. That just got me fired up because that, when I was reading it, it messed me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, 
So Lord, I just thank you for that. God, I just thank you that you are doing that in, in your bride, in all of us, Lord, that, that our yes to you would be so big. It would be so strong that there's, well, our yes to you makes it to where we can say a whole bunch of little no's and it, it's no problem, Lord. So I just thank you that you are giving us eyes to see, God. You are really giving us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to understand, Jesus, that you are everything, Lord. You are our prize, Jesus. You are our prize, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, for me, it's just the Lord's really been putting on my heart the reality of just simple devotion to Jesus. Um, almost the, the back to the basics of just simple devotion to the Lord. And, you know, in these times of difficulty, discomfort, it's all a little new and everything. I just believe it's such a beautiful invitation and a call for us to walk out simple devotion to Jesus all over again. Yeah. Like to really walk out just our, our this simple devotion to the Lord. And that sounds so like, yeah, okay, simple devotion to Jesus. But just that reality of I'm fully devoted to the Lord. Yeah. Like wholehearted devotion to Jesus. And... um I, th I just think it's helping us realign the way we see things, this slowing down. We're having more time to process. Um, you know, with sometimes just the, the, our old, our former pace of life, it's pretty easy for us to just get caught up in the go, the go, the go, the go, the go. And I think that in this, in this time of slowing down, it's realized, wow, I actually put a lot of my affections towards other things rather than you, Lord. Mm. And Good. just where it's, I mean, thinking about all the things, we don't have uh, sporting events going on. We don't have entertainment like, hey, let's go to a movie. Like, that's not happening. Um, all these different things that actually end up stealing our affection. And when it's all taken away, it's like, whoa, Jesus, am I really fully satisfied with you? Yeah. You know, and that, that's a, that's a kind of, that's a hard question. <laughs> that's like, ouch. Wow, Lord, I didn't realize how much I was pouring my affection in other little areas. Mm -hmm. And it's, I just think the Lord's so kind that he would do, like, just, you know, the, his kindness leads us to repentance that in this time where he's like, hey, let's just slow everything down. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to help you. <laughs> I'm, I'm that kind that I'm just going to help slow everything down. And let's think about the eternal things that really matter. Yeah. You know, what's eternal? What's going to last forever? And just the reality of God working all things out for good. Um, and I, I mean, just when we think about it, what are we really here for? You know, those questions. Oh, we're here for Jesus. Like we really are that... We are here to know him, to be known by him, and to make him known. That he is our prize. You know, he's where we're going. He is our promised land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our promised land. He is our prize. It's him. It's him. And I just believe it. I'm, we're seeing it and hearing it more and more of truly a Jesus people, mm -hmm. where he becomes our everything. He is our, our beautiful obsession. It's Jesus. King Jesus. And I mean, he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. And we're learning that more and more. Are you really my everything? And these, these moments are, it's this glorious, painful tension because it's like, 
oh, are you really my everything? Yikes, I didn't realize you weren't my everything in that area. I'm going to do the four R's and joyfully repent now, and I get you, Jesus. So I just, I love that. Um, in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 10, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, mm. and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you (laughs) pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay a lot of things are changing right now this is beyond the reach of change and decay and through your faith god is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see I love that. Through your faith, Mm. God is protecting you. (laughs) So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. Mm -hmm. There's wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure trials for a while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. Mm -hmm. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. I just, I can't believe that. Like just the reality that we actually, it's just too good. The fact where it says it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. I just can't believe that. Like, we actually get to share in that. It just blows me away. I I just can't even fathom how good this is. You love him, even though you've never seen him. Though Though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. And the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. Like, I just think that we are just so seeing in part and how kind Jesus is. Like, I'm just seeing his kindness in this so much where he's like, hey, (laughs) these trials, it's proving that your faith is genuine. This right here. This glorious time of a trial actually gets to strengthen our faith and prove that it's genuine. And what's eternal? Our faith. What do trials show? Trials show that your faith is genuine. And so I just, I love it that the Lord, he cares for us so deeply that in these times of testing, we get to trust him. We get to grow in faith and faith is eternal. It actually brings rewards. Like, how wild is it that God would do that? I mean, we think about it. What, so what is eternal? Well, faith is, you know, the stock market. We're seeing that's not working so great. That can fail. The Lord doesn't fail. All these different things. And Jesus is like, what is it all about, guys? Let's just simplify. Let's go to the simplicity of devotion to me. 
let's take all these other distractions away. What's eternal? The Lord. What really matters in this life? Faith. What actually matters in this life? Faith. Oh, Jesus. And there's wonderful joy ahead. You endure many trials for a little while, but these trials will show that your faith is genuine and it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So your faith is more precious than your money. Your faith is more precious than your, our comfort. Our faith is more precious than our homes. And the Lord's going to keep us, protect us. I believe all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, what's the most important thing about this life? You know, we're foreigners here. We are passing through. I've just realized that more in this time. When, when You know when you're going out and you're like, wow, things are really different outside. There's not all these things that we think, oh, I'm just living my best life here. All of a sudden we're like, wow, all the, these things aren't happening now. I really am a foreigner here. This really is not my home. Like we're really passing through. Jesus really is preparing us for him. He is really teaching us to be a Jesus people with strong, unshakable faith and simple devotion to the Lord. Um, Matthew 5, 3, it says, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. And I just, something I've struggled with is, you know, I, I like to have everything all together. I like to fix things on my own, and I had to work on going to others for help too. But God actually says we're blessed when we're needy. And just like what you were saying, where you're like, we need him, run to him. God says, you are then blessed when you need me, when we need God. So right now, when we're starting to realize, whoa, I need God. <laughs> All these things that I felt comfortable with are kind of going away. We need God. He says, you're blessed. <laughs> That's when you're blessed and the kingdom of heaven is yours. We have to be children and he's teaching us. And sometimes it takes a little kick in the butt. But that's actually the kindness of God leading us to repentance. And don't take it wrong. I don't think that God's trying to hurt us, anything like that. But when you see him for altogether lovely, you look at situations like this and you go, whoa, God, you're really kind and you're actually preparing us for eternity. Mm -hmm. Like you really care about eternity. And I, I just love it. We're realizing more and more, wow, we, we need the Lord. It's not just my big plan, like you were saying, that's going to make everything work. I, I need God every moment. And in that, the kingdom of heaven is actually ours. Uh, we get the kingdom of heaven then. And so I just, I love how kind God is that he's, I mean, he's jealous for us. Like that should make you, that should be the most encouraging thing in the world, that the Lord is jealous for your time and your affection. Even in this, he's like, hey, everything is slowed down. There's not going to be like any kind of hindrance. You have a lot of time. I'm jealous for your affection. I want you. <laughs> that's like, whoa, Jesus, you really love us. You are pursuing me like wild. Like he's so kind. He's just so, so kind. And he's preparing us for him. And he's really setting us up for success. Like I, I see that where I'm like, Lord, you just, you want all to repent. You don't want any to perish. He, he longs for all to come to repentance that none would perish. And I, I we're just seeing it now. I mean, I've heard different friends of mine who are, posting stuff about the Lord's return. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think they'd be posting that. Thank you, Jesus, whatever it takes, Lord. Like, I just, it's exciting to me seeing what the Lord is doing. And 
even if it is another however many years, I just, I see this moment as God being kind and calling his people to himself. Good. Really calling his people to himself. And so let's just, let's pray for a moment. Lord, I, I thank you for what you're doing in this time. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that we would take the time to slow down and be aware of you and what you're really doing on, this, the, on the earth, that we would wake up, that we would wake up, that we wouldn't be a sleeping bride, that we would be awake to what you are doing, God. I, I thank you that you are teaching us how to love you rightly, that we are seeing you as altogether lovely, Jesus. Um, I thank you that we're realizing our need for you like never before, God our need for you like never before, King Jesus. And I thank you that you are becoming our everything right now in our homes, Lord, that you'd become our everything, that you are the focus, God, that we're not just going to be focused around, um, you know, ESPN anymore, all these things that we're stealing our affection, God, that you're the focus. You're the focus. You're not the accessory. You're the everything. You are everything, Jesus. You are everything. You're what matters. You're eternal. Faith is what matters. And so, Lord, I pray that people would be strengthened in their faith today. It would be strengthened in our faith. You would strengthen us in our faith like never before, God, that this is what is eternal, that there is a, a testing and, and you're purifying us. You're purifying us, Lord. You're refining us, God. I thank you for this refining, Lord, the refining fire right now, God. Burn us beautiful, burn us lovely, burn us righteous, like that song that came out recently, Lord. Burn us beautiful, burn us lovely, burn us righteous, burn us holy, God, that you become our everything, that you are teaching us um, what it means to really be followers of Jesus, to be lovers of Jesus, to truly be disciples, God. So we thank you for what you're doing right now. You are good. You are holy. You are kind. You are mighty. And we thank you, God. We thank you. And right now, we just speak life to people's bodies, God. Right now, if you, if you need healing in your body, um, if you are having pain um, in your back, um, ribs, Whatever it is, um, obviously with this, you know, sickness that's going on, we just declare life in Jesus' name, resurrection life in Jesus' name. Bodies be healed. Bodies be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for fresh outpouring on people, Lord. Thank you for fresh outpouring, and I just thank you for complete healing. And I believe that the Lord is blessing people's sleep. Um, those who have not been able to sleep, that you've been having, um, if it's bad dreams, I speak the peace of God yes. over you right now in Jesus' name. The Jesus peace of the Lord that you will sleep in sweet peace. Yes. God, I just think that you are flooding people's home with your perfect peace. You are flooding their homes with your peace, Jesus. So we thank you. And if there's someone who has been having trouble breathing, we speak life to your lungs in Jesus' name. Life to your lungs in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we just encourage you guys to pray for the people that you're with right now. Um, encourage each other in the Lord. Strengthen each other in the Lord. Um, like in the book of Acts and everything, you know, and they're praying and the room, you know, it would start to shake, like the power of God would come. They pray for boldness. And we just speak that over everyone, mm, that we, yeah. we're in this together. We really are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, we 
love you guys. Um, we loved getting to be with you. We're so excited about what God is doing. And this week is going to be glorious. So be blessed and yes. go out with yes. the power yes. of the Holy yes. Spirit. Yes. yes. We love you. Love you guys. We love you and we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.